Now introducing the Loot Bros Podcast version 3.0, backed by popular demand, starring Resident Daryl, Frosty, T-Bird, and Josh the Walking Idea. Are you tired from a long day of work? Has your children sucked what little bit of soul you had left? Is that bull dyke of a boss giving you the shaft? Not literally. No offense, Martha. Then kick back, relax, and cork those ear orifices for new episodes featuring our favorite band of ruckus boys. That's right, the Loot Bros are back, and better than ever, with more content and weekly episodes than you can shake a stick at. Not to mention the triumphant return of the Community Game Night, because nothing's as fun with the community like never leaving your couch. Plug in, strap on, and slide in. To the world of competitive online gaming, of course. Whether you are engaging in European athletics in automobiles or fancying yourself a good first push in triggering, game nights with the Loot Bros are sure to be a hoot. So come on down, pop some trophies, and drink uncanny portions of discounted caffeinated beverages. Of course, all of this wouldn't be possible without the love and support of all the fans. If you are a current listener of the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe for more content in the future, including live videos, commentaries, and more. The Loot Bros Podcast. Listen today on the AMFM radio. Or SoundCloud. Or iTunes, or whatever the kids listen to nowadays. Hey, suck my feet and clap those cheeks. You're listening to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty, alongside, as always, is Resident Daryl. What's up, nerds and dorks? And don't look now, that little rascal. It's T-Bird. Y'all can suck my feet, too. Suck on my feet. And last but certainly not least, he was a ghost. Now this guy might not be an apparition. He is real. I've seen him. It's Josh Walking Idea. I will suck no toes. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, man? How's it going? I love how y'all played off the whole sucking feet thing. That's kind of weird, but I'm kind of turned oh, off. I mean, you started it. So I've been doing this nerds. It's a, it's a kink for somebody. I've been doing this nerds and dorks thing for the past year or so with these other shows, and I almost didn't do it. I almost did the uh, My Name is Earl. Can we make this quick? I got an appointment with a client that wants me to suck or unless I suck my feet. <laughs> Billy Reed. You have any idea how many women I've had sex with? Four. <laughs> That's an intro right That was there. a great show. That show ended way too soon. Yeah, that show should be still be on today. It's so much fun to be had. That was a, that was a great show. What not, my name is Earl. He was actually, he was a professional skateboarder at one time. Yep. The guy, the guy who played him. Yeah. Really? And he was in Mallrats. Yeah, dude. He was in Mallrats. Great movie, too. Oh, yeah, he was. Excuse me. Was it Phantoms? Did have Ben Affleck in it? Ben Affleck was the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ben Affleck was the freaking bomb. Phantoms and Batman vs Superman. Back in second. Batfleck. Bring him back. Speaking of, speaking of Batman vs Superman, I think of Henry Cavill and the Witcher series. How have we not talked about that yet, Ooh. Tanner? Because I haven't played The Witcher. <laughs> played The Witcher? <laughs> we just talked about this at work, like Wednesday. That was awesome. Oh. Yeah. How timely. Well, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm excited. That show looks great. I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch the show. But. I think I think it's going to be good. I also find it, I find it, I find it exciting and kind of strange at the same time when they just announced 
the Witcher series, right? They got a trailer, looks awesome. They put out a trailer, it's received well, then out of nowhere they're like, Yeah, we've planned nine seasons. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, what are you, X Files? What is <laughs> Nah, they gotta be like the game. It's gotta be like over a hundred hours. Bro. They're gonna be well, like I mean, the Game of Thrones. If it, except with a better ending. All right, check it out. I want to put a bet out there right now, a little wager. How much do you want to wager that in the first, I'll say three episodes, you're going to see at least 11 wieners? And titties. Hmm. I think the boob to wiener ratio is actually going to be in favor of the meat. But there's a lot of... I'll play, usually I'll a, bet five wieners. Five wieners. <laughs> How many male butt cheeks? Though? Oh, instantly in the first thirty seconds. Josh asking the real questions. <laughs> These are the real I'll questions. T- Go on. I'll take that bet and raise you two years. <laughs> it's twenty nineteen. <laughs> they don't even have male butt cheeks anymore. They're just it's the front hole. They're just oh. back. <laughs> Did you say front hole? <laughs> That's not what side we're talking about. <laughs> Flip it around. Flip it around. <laughs> I was like, well, that's the one I consider the front. I don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs> it's, it's pronounced Donkulus. Uh, <laughs> oh, my hey, God. Man. Josh, speaking of Donkulus, I watched Krampus <laughs> tonight. Did you watch the, was it the real one? <laughs> he watched the soft porn version. I, I watched, yeah, no, I watched yeah. the soft porn. I actually watched the Donkulus. Did you that's really? Yeah, I watched Krampus. It was great. No, I'm talking about. There's two <laughs> he don't there's care about the real one. He wants you to watch the soft The one. first one. I found one that was low budget, like on Netflix or no Redbox, I think. And I thought what? it was, uh, yeah, dude. I, we talked about it, remember? Yeah, he watched the. He watched, I do not he remember. He watched the no. Showtime version. <laughs> dude, Frosty. That's why we. That's where the Dunkless came from. Okay. Because okay. remember, I told you, I said that was like six years ago. Uh, like one of five shows you were on. I don't remember. <laughs> well, we 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 said it on the show, so we'll have to go back and watch one of those I'm Christmas kidding. episodes. Come but on. no, it, it was the real Krampus. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to borrow it. The real <laughs> tangible Krampus. Here, I'll trade you for mine. <laughs> <laughs> he never returned it. He liked it so much. I, was like, mm, I like that. Front you kept it. There's, you hang out. You watch it every night and play there, Diablo three. There's like. <laughs> uh, I get it because you never gave it back. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my game back. <laughs> Oh man! Just give the man his game back. I've not, I haven't seen <laughs> you. Only once. If we were if we were to record it at Daryl's tonight, I would have brought. Yeah. It. So basically, because y'all didn't come over, you don't get your game, and Josh ain't got his money. <laughs> so there's that. No, you you'd have been like, man, I forgot. Man, I forgot. That's what Speaking of forgetting, <laughs> let's do a toast. It's gonna be a good show. <laughs> I have my ice cold, refreshing diet coke. With no Splenda. Uh, see, I, I posted a picture in the group earlier of my Diet Coke with Splenda, and it was such a good picture, I had to drink the Coke then and couldn't save it for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so enticing. So. <laughs> they go add some artificial sugar to this 20-ounce bottle of drink with already artificial sugar. Splenda. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, PlayStation turned 25 Okay, this past week. Uh. Oh, we noticed. The entire internet has noticed. <laughs> and uh, I just want to give a little shout out to uh, my non-biased, 100% on the level, even kill opinion of that being the greatest gaming franchise out there. Uh, 
greatest gaming ca- console manufacturer, uh, game, greatest gaming company. Like I'm not putting that out there in my opinion. And that's the mm. universal consensus that it's the best. Uh, I just want to give a little shout out to PlayStation and man, those pictures they're posting of all the old consoles. Give me a little chubby, little nerd chub, little pity. <laughs> The PD. You're rocking about half mass. The PD Diaries. The PD. Let's test this on PlayStation. <laughs> <coughs> uh, I remember my first beer. Got it. <laughs> got it in my front hole. Out. out. <laughs> in the front hole. So Ooh. I had a, a buddy of mine message me. It was like I'm part of a group I'm in, and uh, he was like, "So PlayStation won a, a a record for being like the highest selling franchise or whatever." He's like, "I thought that surely I thought that would have went to Nintendo." I was like, "Uh, mm, no. Uh, yeah, I remember how Nintendo kind of skipped a couple of generations there where they weren't really selling really well, like you." You made the Wii U, which was a commercial failure. And so PlayStation, you know, kind of <laughs> leapt over you by a landslide. <laughs> a few hundred million. So I thought, a few hundred million, yeah. <clears throat> so I thought it was kind of funny. Like, I like not to know, but, you know, they kind of screwed up a couple times. So when you do that, you don't sell consoles. Yep. PlayStation yeah. just had it right. Not to mention PlayStation 2 is, still holds the record for the highest. 150 console, million. 150. Yeah. yeah. And the PlayStation 4 is in second place with 104 102. million. 102. Yeah, 102. Yeah. Fact check. $1 million. <laughs> so that's what's up. So in honor of the PlayStation's <clears throat> 25th anniversary and uh, amazing amount of consoles sold, I am going to play my PlayStation 4 the night. Nice. <laughs> I have Kill, a feeling you already four? had that plan. Just, just thought I'd throw that out there. Because you know, I, I would never play it for any other reason. No special occasion. Killing Floor would be sick. Play that. It's pretty rad. So, speaking of things that are sick, this is the Loot Bros Podcast. As uh, Frosty has introduced us, the greatest podcast on the internets. Um, if you guys could be so kind as to go uh, like us, uh, share us, subscribe to us, all that stuff. Um, the numbers have been looking pretty freaking good. I was showing Tanner the other day. I'm um, getting lots and lots of uh, plays and new listeners and uh, new territories, too. About about two a day. About two. <laughs> about two. Three fifty a three day. Um, so uh, with that being said, Josh, you know, put the announcement in the Facebook group uh, yesterday, I believe. As the time we recorded yes. this, we are now on Spotify. So you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, you know, all the all the best places for your uh, podcasts. Uh, and we are on... CastBox sounds made up. CastBox is great, dude. CastBox is the only app that pulls all of our old stuff from when we used to be on Proving Gamer. Really? Yeah. So if you, okay. if you download okay. CastBox, you can actually... It's, oh, yeah. It pulls that stuff. Everything else. Yeah, I do have Castbox. Everything else is uh, just whatever's current. Well, I mean, uh, Spotify took us back all the way to March eighteenth, twenty eighteen. That's the furthest it went. Yep. So, it's a f ton of shows. Yeah, it's, a, it's one or two. So yeah, we also are on Instagrams. Uh, 
if you guys want to check out our Instagrams, and um, I guess Josh is going to be posting some cool pictures on there. Uh, so we interfere. I was just about to say Tanner's going to be posting some DPs. Uh, so we are at. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you our our numbers. Wait, right now. wait. You might want to clarify what kind of DPs you're talking hey, about. Hey man, it's Instagram is the internet. I mean, the only way to find out the DPs is want. to go check on it. We have 16 <laughs> followers. Oh my gosh! We... <laughs> Here's a picture of Tanner spreading cheeks. Hooray! <laughs> mm, double tap. Mm, swipe left. Mm. <laughs> uh, also coming up in the next so two weeks from this recording, uh, the Loot Bros will be hosting our first ever annual Loot Bros Game Awards. Uh, so in the past, we've done Game Awards where we've kind of like watched the Game Awards shows and kind of recapped. We've done predictions. We've guessed and, you know what I'm saying, debated on who we thought should have won. Uh, and this year, we've uh, come together and we've, we're going to do something a little different. So this year, we're going to actually host our own Game Awards. Yes. With all of the Ooh. best categories. <laughs> Sorry, I just noticed hold it. I'm, yeah. I'm a terrible yeah, person. Terrible. <laughs> all right, so all the uh, the BS is uh, in order and all that stuff's out there. Frosty, what have you been playing or playing with? Tanner Stinky. <laughs> no, none of that. None of that, children. All right. <clears throat> you want me? Okay, I'll kick this off. Ready? Magic. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you guys ever seen... Um, uh, uh, Teen Titans Go? Yeah, no. Great. On Teen Titans Go, there's an episode where Robin's doing magic tricks, and they're like really crappy. But every oh, every time he one. does it, he goes, "It's magic!" <laughs> <laughs> so every time Frosty says he's playing magic, that's in my mind, it's it's Robin. We should edit in his voice right there. Oh gosh, that's really smart. <laughs> I uh, that Shia LaBeouf meme that I posted, or the GIF rather, in the group. Mm-hmm. I post that probably once a week, <laughs> even when I'm not doing it. Like I could be out on a date with a wife. Somebody's like, what are you up to? I'll post that <laughs> magic, magic, um, the gathering magic, the gathering. I, uh, haven't had a chance. I've been, I've been super busy. I haven't really had a chance to sit down and play any games. I have uh, some games on my backlog that I want to jump into. Probably Diablo Three Christmas. Bre- <laughs> 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 yeah, I would play the uh, you know the expansion of the Necromancer, but <laughs> you have to own, you have to have the game in your possession to do that. <laughs> He's been waiting to play that DLC uh, for two years now. <laughs> <laughs> it's guys so are bad. I'm I'm willing to just rebuy the game from Daryl. <laughs> Still in the package. <laughs> oh, you wanted the um, game, and I, th- I thought you wanted my package. My bad. One of the best. <laughs> oh, I want to play a game with your package. <laughs> with your Douglas. <laughs> with your Douglas. With your Douglas. Um, but yeah, I got some games on Backlog I'll be jumping into the Christmas break. Uh, I want to jump back into Bioshock. Dude, yeah. uh, I want to finish Sekiro. <laughs> just because they got to the last boss and it just was kicking me in the teeth. So um, That game is on my... Uh, probably, it'll be on mini categories of uh, the game awards i will Very say nice. um so excited about that there's a couple of games i want to pick up too i didn't really get a chance to do any black friday shopping i didn't really plan on going this year this was the one year where I, I didn't really get excited for it so i just didn't go 
I just made other plans. But uh, uh I was just broke. There was a, I know there was a huh. <laughs> I was just broke. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> no, I mean, I I could have made time, you know, and and went and bought some stuff, but uh, I just didn't want to deal with the traffic. Magica. Magica. So. Magica. Other than that, I haven't really been playing too much. There was one game that I forgot to mention that I had played last time when we were catching up uh, on the reboot episode. Uh, was Detroit Become Human? It's a good one. I do have that. Yeah, it's good. I'm right there at the end. That was one game I was actually playing through with my wife. She was watching me play it, and we were making the decisions together, so that was kind of fun. She enjoys doing that a lot. Um, we did it with Until Dawn, too, so it was kind of fun to jump into. You know, it's very sci-fi, and, and just, the game is really cool. I like it a lot. So I, I'm interested to go back and play it again. I kind of want to do a playthrough. I just make a lot of terrible decisions. <laughs> just be an awful human. <laughs> so I could just, you know, reenact my life. <laughs> Dude, if you like that, so, you will really enjoy Man of Medan. Man of the Medan. People, the people who made... <laughs> sounds, Man of Medan. It sounds like the sequel to Borat. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Man of Medan. I like you. How much? Hang on. Dig through my porno tapes over here and find... Mm-hmm. You got Krampus over there? <laughs> oh. Lord of the G-Strings. <laughs> Backdoor's was nine. Backdoor's yeah. nine. Uh, you just do it. Throw a movie. Look it up. Can you see my... Right, can holes. you see my screen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one with the... Um, it's multiplayer, isn't it? Yeah, you play it with people and people online. And this one is also by uh, Supermassive Games, the ones who did um, yeah. Until Dawn. I did see that. I couldn't remember what it was called. It's though. Dark Pictures Anthology. It's the first of eight games. That's sick. You're going to have one game come out wow. every six months. They're not as long wow. as Until Dawn. They're about four to six hours, as opposed to eight to ten or eight to twelve, whatever. That's that's it's, good. I like that better, good. actually. That game's good. Um, I did a uh, crossover podcast with uh, Push to Plat, uh, so CJ and Mindy, and then me and uh, old DJ Hecticles. Um So we did a crossover podcast. <laughs> you can find on Push to Plat's feed and PG Spoilers. Where we do like forty-five minutes of like non-spoiler talk about the game, and then we just dive in balls deep and go full spoilers. It's really freaking good. Dang. Not the show. Our show is terrible, but the uh, the game's really good. <laughs> nice. Yes. What about you, T Bird? Well, I finished uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order finally. Mm, that was sick. Very the game that just came out, No Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it was a really good game. I enjoyed it. I'm glad it was over. Even though, like, I really I was really enjoying it. It just it's, some of the bosses were just felt like it was a, like trudging through like mud, just taking forever. Mm-hmm. wasn't really some weren't really fun, but a lot of that could just be that I was getting really impatient and was trying to brute force my way through everything. Well, in my life, so, right? so one out of ten. What is it? I give it a solid eight. Oh, nice. yeah, he did. <laughs> He's good. Solid eight. It's good. Wait. No, no <laughs> What? <laughs> I was going to make it an inappropriate joke. Moving on. We don't, we don't <laughs> do that here. Make the joke. Make the I can't joke. Not. I cannot. Yes, you can. This is I a... cannot, Darrow. <laughs> PG. PG. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, after that, I started playing. Just today, it was, um, 
uh, Plague Tale, uh, a Plague Tale of Innocence. Or oh something like yeah, that. how is that? Really good, Ooh. really good. It's a, uh, it's a stealth game. It looks so good. For hundred percent. Yeah, so don't think you're gonna go in there expecting to be like a full-fledged action game. You're sneaking around a lot, like Assassin's Creed. Mm-mm. Like Metal Gear. The Dallas. I'd say more like Metal Gear. Because like it's basically, basically, if you get spotted, you're dead. So. Now how is? It? But it's not like it's not super difficult like stealth stuff. It's it's very forgiving. How's the uh, story between the little boy and the girl? Oh, it's great. It's a great, it's a great story. I can't, I don't want to say nothing, obviously, about the story because it's easy, very easy to spoil it. But definitely pick it up. I don't I think it's like thirty dollars. Great story, compelling, and rich. Did you buy it on uh, Steam or did you Kinda buy is. it on? Um... But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I, I don't know <laughs> what game you're talking about. I didn't understand the thing you said, Daryl. Yeah, me either. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you buy it on Steam or did you buy it on PlayStation? I bought it on Steam. Okay, word. How much was it on Steam? I think I bought it on sale for like twenty-five or thirty dollars. Yeah, I think. Uh, cl- I think it's like forty, brand new. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it around that price mark. I just wasn't sure. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know if it was like. Uh, that was a good investment because I haven't heard anybody play it. It's I heard people compl- comparing it to um, like Hellblade, <sighs> like kind of like a really good story and doesn't take up a whole lot of time. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds like my kind of game right there. Can you pause it? Yes, you can. Pause oh, it. oh, 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 ten <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> Daryl's like to go buy this game tonight. If my game of the if year. my kids were not logged in to my PlayStation account right now, I'd freaking see if I could buy it. I mean, you got you got your PC in front of you, right? I do. That's not where I play games, though. No, no, I'm saying you can go on oh. to PlayStation's website okay. and buy it. I got you. You're right. All right. Anything else? Oh, no, that's it. I've I started a few games like that's didn't really start anything worth like talking about they all suck all right josh what you got so kind of like uh, along with what frosty was saying i've had a crazy busy week um again this week seems like closer we get to the holidays and stuff things just go wild especially at work um but when i did get a chance to sit down uh last night um i sat down and i played some infinite warfare um, I got my Twitch uh, channel going up again. Uh, basically did a lot of, made a video last night, which I posted on our YouTube and the Facebook group. That took a little while to do, but um, yeah, just basically jumped into Infinite Warfare mindlessly. Uh, didn't really feel like, I just wanted to chill out, and so I didn't really feel like getting into anything that I really had to think about, I guess. So I just kicked back and played some of that. Played a little bit today, too, a little before the show. Um, yeah, I've been, been, uh, I don't know, feel like I've been kind of stressed lately and just want to sit back and do something mindless. So that's what I did. Minecraft would have been a good one for that. I might actually play some Minecraft after this, but, uh, that's pretty much all I've played. It's kind of boring, I know, but life, life. You said infinite warfare, correct? Yeah. Infinite warfare. That was the one infinite warfare came out two years ago. I think. Yeah. 
Um, and I bought the this dude playing old Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought the Steelbook edition for that one, and it came with everything. Um, and the Steelbook for that game is freaking awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and that was like <laughs> Steelbook edition, including Call of Duty. <laughs> Steelbook, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> um, it was like 120 bucks when it came out. Totally worth it. Um, Josh said he's yeah, gonna squeeze like, every penny back out of that game. <laughs> I've been squeezing it. You spent one hundred twenty dollars on a special edition Call of Duty. You have about a year. <laughs> nah, dude, you got a year to squeeze its value out. Well, I've been I've been really feeling like playing it. I've been thinking about the maps and the guns and stuff in that game. Um, I was like, dang, I need to pop that in. And, you know, play that. So I did, and I played a little bit of Modern Warfare, um, not remastered or remastered, not the new one. Um, so I played a little bit of Modern Warfare. That was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing, playing some older Call of Duty games, kind of reminiscing a little bit, you know. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, boys. You guys ready? I got a list. All right. Everyone <laughs> prop your feet up and kick back. <laughs> all right. right. So uh, I had a couple, only had a couple days this week uh, where my wife worked, and so I didn't I beat um, – Dying Light last week or week before. Whenever we podcast the last, I didn't really like want to just dive into something new because I'm like seventy five percent done with the trophy list on Dying Light, and I um, started over on PC, <laughs> uh, and so I got to the point where I can play online with people. I did the beginning missions, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I played, um, I played Dying Light on Steam, but I didn't really do a ton. Just kind of got to where whenever everyone as a, a handful of four or five six of us uh, talking about playing the game online together so i just wanted to make sure i was at that spot where i could join in with everybody um but then with my kids i like downloaded a whole bunch of games uh from the end of the year sale for playstation um so i downloaded nickelodeon kart racers oh sick it Sucks. <laughs> like uh, you remember, you remember guys remember when I was doing reviews for ProvenGamer.com, and I got that uh, yeah. that cart racer uh, coffin dodgers. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the, the one you swore up and down is like <laughs> rivaled Mario Kart right. or something. <laughs> that game is fun. Okay, that game is way better than this one. <laughs> oh lord, yeah, jeez, it, it's crazy. Um, like it's got like SpongeBob and it's got all the Ninja Turtles and it's got like a bunch of cool characters and I think I only paid like five bucks for it. But, ugh, it's hard to even think that I'm gonna extract five dollars worth of value out of it. Even the kids don't like it. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> oh, that's when you, you know, know it's, it's rough. Yeah. yeah, you know it's, it's rough not good. It's not good. But daddy, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know we've been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. You know, and so like. We've been playing some Call of Duty, me and all the kids, and then so I kind of wanted to uh, like palate cleanse it, and then bounce over to some kart racing. We played some Nickelodeon kart racer. That sucks. But I also bought <laughs> for five dollars. I bought uh, Crayola Scoot, which is like a Crayola. If you can t- imagine Splatoon, it's a Crayola kart racer. Well, it's, not, it's not a kart racer. You're on scooters. Crayon with wheels. <laughs> it's more like. If you could imagine Splatoon and Tony Hawk Pro Skater, um, but on scooters. So, like, you have to, like, ride and grind and do tricks like you would uh, Tony Hawk style, but you have to, like, spray your Crayola juice and colors everywhere. 
to paint the map. I'm in. I'm down. <laughs> so you're riding and squirting. Sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> talking about riding and grinding and Riding, squirting, grinding, man. and squirting. It's don't sound like a kid yeah, game. It's, it's a good game. Um, anyways, that one's a little hard to control, but it's fun. Like, That's what she said. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Crail Scoot. That one's, that one's pretty good. We'll, we'll continue to play that one. Um, I also downloaded Pa Rappa, the Rappa, uh, remastered. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Dude, that game, it the first level's the best part. <laughs> Everything after that kind of sucks. <laughs> and the thing is, I can't remember. What? I can't remember if I actually owned the full game or if I only had the demo disc for PlayStation. I feel like at one point in time I owned the game because I remember some of the later levels. But I played the first level and I'm like, kick, put, just all in the mind. Like I'm totally nailing it, right? I do good. And then I get to like the next couple levels. I'm like, man, I suck at this game. <laughs> <laughs> that game was awesome. But, in the rain or in the snow, got the funky funky yeah. <laughs> So, uh, my favorite part is, you know, the song was hard as crap to play. It was the at the end where you were rapping to get to the bathroom. Like everyone had to take a crap. <laughs> <laughs> so you're rapping to see who can like get in the head in the front. Oh, of the that's line. awesome! I got that for you. So I probably spoiler. Oh yeah, way to go, man! I probably beat PG spoilers four or five. <laughs> mi- yeah, probably beat four levels, something like that. I played it for a little bit. It was good. I ended up buying the Parappa the Rapper Part 2 as well, um, just because it was also on sale. So I was like, I'll eventually play my way through them. And I, I really was excited. I was like, I'm going to show these to my kids. And then I started playing through it. I'm like, mm, they're probably not going to like this. Maybe they're not old enough to appreciate how cool this is. Even though <laughs> I really suck at it. I don't think the game sucks as much as I think I just suck at the game. So, um, but either way, I'm playing a little Pot Rappa. And then I also downloaded, because it was on sale, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World. And I don't know if you guys know anything about Fire Pro Wrestling, but like it's the really the only competition there is in the wrestling world as far as video games go. And then they have the license for like, the New Japan guys. So like the dudes that are all signed to AEW right now and in New Japan. Um, you know, I kept hearing like uh, back when I used to watch Kind of Funny, uh, Greg Miller and those guys were like really big into fire pro wrestling. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like he always talked about the old wrestling games and I love the old wrestling games. So I got fire pro wrestling and it sucks, dude. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it at all. Like I've played, I have 11 trophies in that game. Oh, I haven't won a match yet. There's a pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> I play the bad games. So you don't have to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, like, like I, I played like probably four or five, six matches, something like that, and like I haven't won a game yet. <laughs> like I can't figure it out. Like it's is it too hard. It's it's weird. I don't know that it's so hard as much as like the game is like top down ish, like at an angle. So it's hard for me to find the hit boxes. You know how in the old like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis games, like on like two D beat 'em ups. You could kind of like walk above them and then come down and then just keep punching until you find their hitbox. And then, yes. like, on this game, I can't make contact. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. And I'm just getting trounced. But I can kick out. So I'm not losing 
easily. So I'm getting a lot of trophies for having these high rated matches. But it's just like I'm getting high rated matches because I'm getting my A spanked and I'm just not dying. <laughs> so I'm just like, I played the game for like 30, 45 minutes and I'm just getting just mauled by everyone I fight against. Dang. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I just stopped. I just stopped playing. I was like, okay, maybe I'll fight my son, kick his butt, build up a little bit of confidence, and then try the game again. You know what? You got trounced, didn't you? Yeah, I, got I don't think I don't think there's a game that Daryl will not buy. Oh. There's not one. I mean, games are fun, you know what I'm saying? So like I like to try lots of different <laughs> games to find all the fun ones, you know? Like Crayola Cart. Hey, Crayola Scoot is the bomb. Nickelodeon cart. You know that. Uh, <laughs> you know that meme of Captain America, and he's like, "No, I don't think yeah. I will." <laughs> That's not Daryl when it comes to that. Game. <laughs> he's like, "Ooh, it's a five dollar game." Think I, will. <laughs> I think I will. All right. So um, another game that I'm playing, and this is one of the PlayStation Plus free games we got. I think last month or the month before. It's Onrush. Uh, it's a Codemasters game, and it's got a lot of the old Burnout devs on the team. Guys, this game is so freaking fun. Like, it is ridiculously fun. Like, it looks good. It plays great. Like, Onrush is a blast. So, um, played a couple rounds of that today, as a matter of fact, before we got on the show. Uh, me and my oldest, <clears throat> we were playing together. And uh, we, were, we were playing online, just doing some of the ranked challenges and stuff. And essentially, Onrush is, if you can imagine Burnout, okay, but your race, it's a, like almost like Forza Horizon-ish, like light, in the sense that you, you go through different terrains. You don't necessarily run these big circular tracks. I mean, eventually you'll kind of make your way around to spots you, you kind of like um, recognize. Like they're, the tracks are just big, and they go through these mountains. They go all by these beaches, and they go through these towns and all this stuff. But the goal is to wreck your enemies, wreck the, wreck the other team, and do these little, you know, challenges as you're going through it. So some of them you might have to, it's like capture the hill or king of the hill, but the hill moves as fast as your car does. So you have to get inside this hole, this little circle, and capture points. Sometimes it's just... It's a circle. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Um, sometimes you just wreck enemies for points. Um, sometimes it's uh, going through these little gates and stuff like that. And the crashing and the wrecks are just absurd and fun. It's just a, it's a, it's a good time. So I really enjoy it. So that game reminds me, just like looking at it, it reminds me of um, when you go to uh, an arcade or something and they have a racing game there. Yep. That's what that's what it kind of looks like, like. Hydro Thunder. Yeah, something crazy. So, that's what it reminds me yeah, of. Yeah, Onrush is fun. And uh, so, if, I mean, if you guys have been paying for your PlayStation Plus and downloading your games or at least redeeming them like you're supposed to, um, I highly recommend downloading that game, install it, and I'll totally play. And if you're listening to the show... Uh, shoot me a line in the Loot Bros uh, podcast group, and we can get a party together and play that one because that's a fun one. Uh, really, really enjoy it. And it's just, you know, you're talking about something mindless to play, Josh. Yeah. I downloaded it before we went to the beach this uh, in November. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I haven't played a good racing game in a long time. Um, and so I was like, I'll download this, and then me and the kids will play. And we started playing it, and I was like, man, this is fun. But it's also very mindless in the sense that, you know, you don't really have to do a ton, just wreck and, you know, try not to get wrecked. And so uh, it's a fun game, just to turn on, do a couple of matches, and just kind of go on much business. So that was uh, 
That was free on uh, PlayStation Plus? Yep. Nice. Yeah, I would have never played it otherwise because the name Onrush doesn't really sell me. That's kind of lame. I didn't really, yeah, I know. I didn't really know much about it. And even when I downloaded it, I thought this is going to be like a budget racing title. And it's really not. Dude. Like, it's really fun. Never judge a game by its title. I'll tell you what we need to play. We need to play some Disc Jam. Uh, no, I don't think I will, actually. Or not. <laughs> Nani? <laughs> um, while I have the floor, I kind of want to call attention to two other games, uh, and then I'll leave it be. Um, my I downloaded uh, Super Hot. I haven't played Ooh, this one yeah. in the past few weeks. Uh, but as I'm looking through my trophy list, I see Super Hot on here. That's a rad game. Uh, that's a, it's a wild game. It's a first-person shooter where you move, and then the bullets and the enemies and the hazards around you also move at the same time. Uh, but if you stop moving, everything around you stops. So if you can imagine being in the moment of the Matrix during the fight scenes and then Weird the dodging of the bullets... Okay. Um, but then when you stop, you, it's almost like a puzzle. You can kind of like think about if I go left, hit this guy, throw my gun at this guy, stab this dude, shoot this guy's face. Like, it's just, uh, you kind of almost plan your movements and then you, you do them. And while you're doing them, you try to survive. It's, it's a neat little game. Um, and it's like, uh, it's very much looks like a, you know, like a simulation or like a VR mission kind of thing. So it's not like overly graphic or anything. It doesn't actually look good. It just it's fun to play. Um, I downloaded that one, and then the last one I downloaded, and I talked to you about this. I think Josh, uh, NBA Two K Playgrounds Two. I think I think we did talk about that. Maybe like the first night back or whatever. Either way, uh, yeah, yeah. Fun little basketball game. Uh, it reminds me of NBA Jam and NBA Street. I don't think it's white as good as those uh but we you know we have it it's it's a thing it's fun you know and it's um i don't know like i don't play a ton of sports games and racing games but here lately i've kind of had the urge to um something i'd love and i don't know if something's out there so if there is and you're listening to the show please let me know uh but like a, a modern day wayne gretzky like gretzky 64 or something like that I don't know if you guys ever played any Gret, uh, Wayne Gretzky on Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. God, oh, yeah. Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Freaking Amazing. fun game, dude. I would love a, a good hockey game nowadays. I just play that game to get in fights. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. I think that's why people watch hockey. Like, I don't really think anybody enjoys hockey. Sure. I think they took the band, the fights. They, they just, you know, they know hockey. All right, that's me. That's what I had to bring to the table today. I, I played a, a, a range of things. Um, so I, I'm getting ready to down, uh, dive into Death Stranding. I think that... Um, Finally. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm waiting on a, on a good weekend. You know? uh, this right. was a bad one. This is a busy one. So I, I, I dabbled in those games. I probably... Everything I read out to you tonight, I probably don't have, you know, 30 minutes each in each of those games. So just kind of... Wetting the palate a little bit. Just dabbling. Just, uh, hey, I've been known to dabble. Known to dabble. Uh, the Douglas. Not really. so, all right. Uh, earlier in the week, I was called out on our Facebook group. I'm not going to give this person 
uh, a shout out for calling me out. I'm not going to encourage this type of behavior. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't want to say we do have a Loot Bros leaderboard. Uh, years ago, we started a leaderboard on truetrophies.com and trueachievements.com. Uh, for those of you who are interested in that sort of thing, uh, kind of like Frosty and Tanner. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Woo, no trophies. Yeah. yeah. Trophies, yeah. Perfect. You guys are great. Um, so if you like chasing. So when are you going to PayPal me my money? <laughs> Bling. <laughs> Sent. Uh, so, so if you like. It's just week after week of us listening about how many more trophies you have than us. I mean, I'm not, it's not even about me. I was. This is totally for the listeners. This is totally for the community. Um, that being said, if you go to truetrophies.com, start your little uh, profile, trueachievements.com, start your little profile, and then search the Loot Bros podcast. Um, spaces in between each words, boys. Uh, we have our leaderboards, and basically what it does is every set, it'll, it'll calculate how many trophies and achievements you get, um, and every seven days it resets. So what I'll do is each time we record, I'll read the top three or four, depending, um, uh, on the leaderboards and give you guys a little bit of a shout-out. So that being said, uh, as for the True Trophies leaderboards, Tricky Mix in first place with 57 trophies. Uh, okay. Boo! Uh, boo this man! Uh, Resident Daryl is in second place with 47 trophies. My last trophy boo. was uh, hanging <laughs> at the arcade in Crayola Scoot. Imagine that. Uh, third place is Gaz Davis 11 with 35 trophies. His last trophy was in Streets of Rage 2. And then I'm going to go ahead and read. Nice. I'm going to read number four and five. Um, you got Mr. TMNT84 with 27 trophies. He's playing Catherine full body. And then Next Generation X uh, with eight trophies. And his last uh, trophy was in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. So, oh, sick. Like I said, if you uh, write into the show, or excuse me, write to the show, geez, do that too, but go to uh, truetrophies.com and uh, add yourself to our leaderboard. It's open to the public. You know, As the uh, you know, each podcast goes, I'll go in here and I'll pop and see who's doing what, and I'll give you a bit of a shout-out. Flipping over to the Xbox leaderboard, grab onto your butts, boys. <laughs> In first place is GDI Master Ace with 60 achievement points. The last game he played was the uh, Solitaire Collection. Second place is Resident Daryl with zero. Oh, sick. <laughs> and third place is the T-Bird with zero. Hmm. Wow. wow. We're going places. Wow. That was a stiff competition. That Xbox crew, man. They were really, get. really getting it. <laughs> It's hard to get achievements in the, on a console that has new games. Oh. All right, Frosty, do you want to take uh, take over and lead us into our community questions? So Andrew M, because Daryl can't spell last names. How'd <laughs> <laughs> you know I put him in there? <laughs> Who put that there? <laughs> you, you dirty little rascal. Uh, he asks, as a big fantasy fan, do you think the genre is in trouble fading out, being overtaken by open-world modern-day shooters and sci-fi action games? Potent potential conversation extended for this. Does the 
<laughs> you said extender. Does the next <laughs> Dragon Age game have even more pressure to perform well because of the seeming drought of fantasy games? That's a great question. Um, I don't think the genre is necessarily fading out. I think maybe people were just ready for something different. Um, I think Bethesda has a lot to prove, too. I know, granted, Dragon Age, whatever, that's a different company, but Bethesda has a lot to prove with Skyrim 6 on the horizon when it comes out in 10 years. <laughs> Not Skyrim 6, Elder Scrolls 6. Anyway. Uh, same thing. Basically. But it's going to be Skyrim yeah. 2. It's going to be Skyrim 2. Skyrim 2.0. <laughs> Available today. The Broken today. AF Edition. <laughs> The glitch edition. <laughs> um, I, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, I, I have seen a lot of sci-fi games coming out. You know, we got what Cyberpunk coming out and and uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, which is technically Cyberpunk game. Sure. Um, but yeah, I would like to see a resurgence in the fantasy field and games. I mean, I don't think we're. I don't think we're shy of that, really. I think they're just, you know, you can't pe- keep putting the same stuff out. You know, you, like you got to switch it up some. And I think that's really what they're trying. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, like sci-fi and cyberpunk such a cool universe. I don't think we've ever really had a a game except maybe Fallout where it's really done it well. So I think once cyberpunk comes out, it could po- possibly open up, you know. Because like when we got The Witcher, it was like, okay, this is... You know, next to maybe Skyrim, like, okay, this is fantasy games done right. And then when Cyberpunk comes out, if it's anything, anything like The Witcher, as good as Witcher, you know, I'm sure it's going to be more to come there. But I don't know. It's a great question. We need- Tanner, what do you think? You play a lot of... Go ahead. What? <laughs> what do we need, <laughs> Josh? I was going to say something <laughs> stupid, but go ahead. <laughs> Man, go ahead, he Josh. cut that one off of the past. He's like, I see it coming. <laughs> no. Wait. No, Josh. I was just going to say modern uh, day shooter plus sci-fi plus Crayola card. That's what we need. But go ahead. Well, it's Crayola Scoot, so please sit down. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nickelodeon card. Next time, time, raise your hand before speaking, son. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Oof. Uh, What do you think, T-Bird? I'd like to hear T-Bird's thoughts on this. Well... Considering I do have a few, like new, like uh, final, like fantasy RPGs that I haven't even played yet, it's not. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's a big, big issue. But I do think they need like a revival or just another really good game to like set that, to, like set the fire again, get everyone excited for them. Because last one I was excited for was, geez, I think Final Fantasy Fifteen. And as a, I haven't played any anything like that since then. Yeah. What was that game that came out? Me and you were talking about it a while back. It was like The Witcher meets Bloodborne, and it went really under the radar. I don't think it ever came it, out. Is it not out? I, I thought it came out. If it did, if it did, I never saw yeah. it. Yeah, Kingdom Come Deliverance is pretty fantasy, right? Yeah. People were hyped about that one for a little bit, but. After like the first week or so, it just kind of died. Well, you know, you know how it is, man. Things come in waves. You know, like things become yeah. uh, like somebody will put out a game, 
and then it'll inspire a group of people in their next game, you know, and then then what'll happen is by the time all the, this first wave of games all comes out, then uh, then then everybody's gonna be tired of it. So then the next wave, it, they'll switch. You know, it seems like we go through like a fantasy phase, then we go through like a um, sci-fi phase, then a fantasy phase, then a sci-fi phase, and then or, or action. You know, what I'm saying whatever. <clears throat> and then uh, so I think what it is is right now we're getting all the sci-fi and uh, things like that, and then now people are like, okay, after four or five games like this. Oh, the no, the next game is another. Oh, it's another sci-fi. Huh? Man, I really wish we had another Dragon Age right about now. And so then Dragon mm-hmm. Age will come out, and then all the other little guys who's been working on their game for the past three or four years who are ready for a sci-fi, you know, ready for a fantasy, they'll drop their games, and then then it'll be, oh man, you know, all these uh, fantasy games. I ain't played a good sci-fi game in years, and, and it'll just ebb and flow back and forth. So I don't necessarily think yeah, anything exactly, will yeah. go away. And I use uh, survival horror as an example. You know, for years we were getting like quality, just awesome survival horror games. Um, you know, starting with the PS1 era when that stuff really kind of broke out. You got a couple Resident Evil games, you got the Dino Crisis games, you got Silent Hill games. Uh, then you had those weird Siren games. Uh, then you know, running all the way up into Dead Space. And then everything just went super action. We had a bunch of action, third-person action games for a long time. Didn't really get anything scary or horror for a while, uh, and then now everything's going back to back to the horror, you know. So, um, you know, nothing. Uh, everything changes. You know, nothing stays the same forever. You know? And then as soon as you get tired of one way, they'll switch it up and put it in your butt. The back hole. <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> oh, you got it right that time. <laughs> Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Now, I, I kind of want a good one to play again. I'm hoping Dragon Age 4 is going to be that, but I don't know if I really, if I really, really wanted to play one, I have them at my disposal. Just, I just got to do them. But. So I got a question for you guys. Uh, somewhat related. I had someone reach out to me today and ask, what's the best version of Fallout New Vegas to play? Um, 360, PC, or the uh, obviously not the PS3 version? Those games were broken on PS3. Yeah. Well, what would you recommend to someone going today to play Fallout New Vegas? If you can get it working on PC, I'd say to do that. And when I say get it working, I mean, it's. I think they said it's because it's on DirectX 11 now, it's kind of hard to run that game or get it run smoothing, smoothly. But so 360 would be the best way to play it? If you just want a trouble-free way of playing it, yeah. I mean, don't we all want a trouble-free way of playing video games? It's never that easy. Get, yeah, you can't get that anymore. <laughs> True that. Never. So. All right, Frosty. Jared asks, why do men that drink Diet Coke with Splenda also enjoy wearing women or female underwear so much? I think we'll right, let Daryl have this yours. one. Because <laughs> <laughs> it feels comfortable on our nuts. Yep. We love it. <laughs> on our nut. On our butt sack. On the front butt. <laughs> butt sack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's the name of this episode. <laughs> but I feel because like, it tightly hugs our. I feel like I'm I'm only butt. here just to say inappropriate <laughs> things. <laughs> uh, growing up in a house uh, ruled no, by sir, that is my Pastor job. Billy Craps. Josh has subjected himself to being quiet and keeping his inappropriate nature to himself. <laughs> he really comes alive on the podcast. <laughs> Wiener, balls, vagina, butts. <laughs> hey guys, video games are great. 
Wiener, balls, butts. <laughs> Wiener, balls, butts. Vagina, what? That's our rap. So, speaking of songs of inappropriate stuff, uh, DJ Hecticles, he bought a Zoom recorder and brought it to work and recorded Ken saying a bunch of inappropriate crap. And he's made such a dope freaking song out of Ken, dude. Like, he played it for us (laughs) when we were working out the other day. And it's like Ken saying all his normal nasty crap. And then he, like, builds up this, like, what's inevitably going to be a real nasty drop. And then the end of it, he's like, make a song out of that. Yeah. And he just calls it something nasty. <laughs> and dude, and he's going to have a drop. It is going to be so freaking sick. Hand jobs, hand jobs. <laughs> you know, he loves that. He loves that. I still can't believe the day I, I missed the podcast, he'd come in like drunk at your old house. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. We were just talking about that at lunch the other day. Weren't you playing Barbie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, we weren't playing anything. I was playing Barbie. Bro, it was so funny. We're just literally this past week we were talking about that at lunch. Like, freaking Frosty thought we were we put this poll in the in the Facebook group, and I forgot to close the options. It was the first poll I'd ever put out there, <clears throat> besides the one that I climb up and down. And I was like, <laughs> sure. uh, I was like, I didn't know that you could add options. So somebody goes in there. And adds, uh, we had like four options on there for what game to stream. <clears throat> Somebody adds Barbie, uh, Puppy Rescue, and her sisters or some bullcrap like that. And so, like, none of us own the game. So, Frosty's like, well, clearly that's not going to win. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in time. This is going to be great. One of my all time favorite games. So, then, as any good friend does on the way home, I went and bought Barbie Puppy Rescue from GameStop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, when he got to the house and we were streaming the game, he's just like, like, just so close to losing his mind. Like I don't know if you really were, but you, that's, that's how you how you looked. And then the well, one I mean, time we had a chance to do something good, <laughs> and we did something bad. <laughs> and then the best part is the one time that, that Frosty is playing a Barbie game. The only other human being that he worked with that would actually bully him <laughs> showed up <laughs> drunk and sat down beside drunk. him at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All, all seriousness, though, this is like one of my favorite memories of the show. God, that was so, was funny. so funny. <laughs> uh, I, I, remember, I, I think I watched videos of that. I could have been a contender. <laughs> well, that that there, Josh, is the sad news. We lost that video. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, all that we lost. Pour one out for uh, Barbie Puppy Rescue. And Ken. And <laughs> drunken Ken making uh, <laughs> making inappropriate um, comments about banging a Barbie. <laughs> this one's for Ken's nub. <laughs> uh, in honor of Ken, we will ask the question, which comes from our Ninja Loot Facebook group. <laughs> Is happened. this cheating? Who put that this? Happened. Who did this? Trey? It looks like a Trey question. Is it, is it ever okay to fart at a uniroll? A uniroll. Fart at a funeral? Ural. A funeral. Fart at a funeral. That old hardcore band. I would so do that. <laughs> is it ever okay to fart at a urinal asking for a friend? So, I I preed early and I already answered this. But um, <laughs> Also, what, what Cards Against Humanity card did you get this from? So... 
Um, yes, it's okay. Obviously, everybody stands at the urinal and lets pressure out of their butt. It, just, it happens. Okay. <laughs> usually, usually what? you feel it throughout the day, but you, but you really have to pee at the same time. You know if you're going to fart. If you have, if you fart, you're going to pee your pants a little bit. So that's why you go to the your 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 urinal handle. What? <laughs> just just follow. Josh, I okay. want you to explain the birds and the bees next cuz I just feel like I learned so much from you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I I answered on the podcast group. I said, "Yes. Yeah, it's it's okay." Or I said, "I can't remember exactly my words, but so the story behind this is, this has happened three times though, so it's not just one. But so I was at the okay. urinal, and I was peeing, and uh, I was at this like Chinese restaurant, so I like really had to go. Sichuan Palace. Sichuan's are only at Myrtle in Myrtle Beach. Uh, we should try to find it one day and take a trip. Dude, let's do it. But um, dude, pictures in front of Sichuan. Um, <laughs> live show oh my gosh that would be amazing i hope it's still alive um <laughs> they'll be like no lottery <laughs> no we did <laughs> we did white boy no lottery but we are one you get your microphones you get out sashi one loop bros is one okay so i stand at this urinal and uh i farted really loud <laughs> And it was whatever, and I think it was a few different farts. Like, he had a main fart, he had a few stragglers behind him. The whole family. Uh, it was my, my family of farts. Um, and then, at that time, I hear a fart from the stall. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's all back. I, had, I was completely embarrassed at that time, at that point. And the dude was like, ha ha, back at you. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like laughed it off, dude. I was dying. He said, back at you. Uh, you never told <laughs> back at you, bestie. <laughs> <laughs> that might be bag- Hashtag that back at you. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was, it was pretty rough. Oh. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I had no idea there was somebody in that stall. But now... I check. I mean, it's not gonna. It's not gonna stop me. So it's not gonna stop me from farting, right? So every time I'm in public, I fart in the stores. It's just something I do. Um, so nobody's safe. Oh my gosh! So it's okay, but I'm gonna check first. That's what you're saying. Uh, just to know, you know. <laughs> or I might wait to see if I have any back atches in there, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, now it's fun. It's so when I first, when I first read that, I'm like, okay, sure. But then I catch myself at church. We have like 17 <laughs> urinals all beside each other. <laughs> and like, I don't know what it is, man. But like these old dudes at church will not go to the urinal away from you. And I will walk oh, in. Oh, they break God, God, every time, dude, every time. And I walk in, and I'll go all the way to the end and be like, number 17, that's mine. Some old dude will be right behind me, and he'll come to number 16. Now paging, number 17. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, I left you freaking 16 urinals to choose from, and you get the one closest to me? You had to walk a mile to get here. So, like, I don't 
I don't know. It's, He's just trying to look at that pain. He's trying, right? trying to see that beer. <laughs> the thing is, Winky looks you dead. He looks you dead in your eyes. He's like, "How about them game cops?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> then, I, then I let it rip. You like? Don't say cop. Don't say cop. You're making it weird, dude. Just stop it, dude. All right. So, um, I was at New Hope Worship Center, the old church, like when I was younger. And my dad, my okay. dad is notorious for this junk right here, bro. If we're standing in the bathroom line at like some kind of event where there's food at church, we're standing in the line, and uh, he's always in front of me, always. So, um, one time specifically, we get to the bathroom, and he's like, "Oh, you can go ahead." And like, dude, my dad never does that ever. And so what happened was when I got in there, he held the door shut because some old man had just ished in there. (laughs) And it it was really, really bad. And uh, he thought it was funny. I was trying to get out, but he was holding the outside. Oh, dude. He did the same thing at the barbershop. He did the same thing at the barbershop. Your dad's always bullying you. Godspeed, son. Uh, if my dad ever lets you in front of him, go with God. If he ever lets you in front of him, know there's something wrong. Oh something up with that. Gosh, that's so funny. Hey, dude, what, what was wow. the um, what, what was the thing we're going back and forth with, like the the segment in the show that we should call it, like silly, based off of dad, silly billies, <laughs> like all those things that your dad did to, 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 to prank you, <laughs> silly billies, silly billies. <laughs> It's time for another segment of Silly Billies. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, all right, so, wow. so Tanner, gaming podcast. do you fart at the urinal? I try oh, not man. to. <laughs> he, sit, he, he, he turns around and sits in the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come on over here now, number 16. <laughs> You'd have to do the Petey Tuck then. <laughs> you get on the little cake inside the urinal, though. <laughs> I might sting your pee hole or something. Henry, can we get what a is, clean up on third floor? Someone crowded at the urinal again. <laughs> You know the worst part is I've seen that. Like that's not like I've seen Dookies in the urinal before. Yeah. Like, I've seen it. At, I've seen it in Michelin before. Oh my god, dude! Uh, so <laughs> my dad he used to work at Michelin, right? And he said that uh, uh, him he used to work for some company that buffed their floors and stuff like that. They cleaned like ran that drove those big machines that cleaned the floors, or whatever. And uh, him and his buddy did that. And so he told me that my dad, he's like, he's real funny about pooping in public. And he was just like, I was about to die, son. So I had to go. And he's like, so I just squatted over the toilet. And I'm like, you didn't just put toilet paper down? Like something? He said, no, I ain't doing that. That's nasty. But when he said, when I let it go, it got all over the back of the wall and all over the top of the toilet. Dude, I have seen that. Oh so my god! You said, and you awesome. said it was nasty to put toilet paper down. Like what? And then he freaking <laughs> said, "Well, I know what to do." <laughs> I closed the lid. Like butt shot all over the wall. <laughs> it's just dripping down the sides. And he said, "My buddy walked in right after me." He goes, "No!" 
that's doo-doo brown <laughs> so every time we saw his buddy that's what we called him doo-doo brown uh, he, he was brown too that was the best part <laughs> like Jackie Brown's cousin uh, what's up doo-doo sorry doo-doo man I can go on with this forever <laughs> uh, Frosty gets out of here uh. You better hurt somebody. <laughs> Last question, then we'll move on to the our favorite part of the show, the twat. Uh, this one comes from our, one of our listeners, Levi. Uh, or maybe it's Levy, like Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Chevy to the Levy, but Levy was wrong. Oh, dang it, man. Uh, that's good. That's good. He, he, he said, here's my question. Bam! That's it. Pre <laughs> orders. Do it or no? And why? If yes, where do you. There's a lot of questions in there. Uh, if yes, where do you place your pre orders and how or how do you time the purchase? Do you do it six months before release, two weeks, et cetera, before? Uh, blah, blah, blah. I've heard a lot of diehard gamers say I stopped doing pre orders after Fallout 76, and I'm curious how you folks approach the purchase of the latest game you're interested in. Uh, I'll go ahead and kick us off. I don't pre-order games anymore because I just there's no games coming out that I just absolutely gotta have day one. Um, maybe there will be coming up. I don't know. I just that's money money wise. I just I just don't. Um, because I mean we're kind of living in an age now where like as soon as a game comes out, you wait a couple months, it's gonna go on sale digitally, right? You can get it cheaper. <laughs> and Logic. Unless you're just dying to have it. Unless you're just dying to have it day one, you know, like, I used to go to midnight releases and stuff, and it's kind of not a, I mean, it's a, still a thing, but it's, it's not as know. fun as it I used to be. It's not as fun as it used to be, right? So, that's my take. <clears throat> well, I'm kind of along the lines with you, dude. I don't, I mean, unless it's a Call of Duty game, usually I'll get it day one and do the whole midnight release uh, thing. I didn't for this past one. Um... I mean, you have everything on your, you know, PlayStation Store, or Xbox Store, and whenever it goes, you know, whenever I mean, you could get everything digital. I like to get things physical. <laughs> get it? Um, no, I like to get. Actually, I don't get it. <clears throat> I I don't I don't get it. Me, me either. I heard it somewhere. Um, yeah, I like to have physical copies, especially now that I have my room, you know, coming coming together. I like to look at the games, look at the stuff that I have, but you always have that option to get it online and I have to fight people at the store or whatever, you know. Um, I don't pre-order anymore, like you said, unless it's something I really want. Um, I missed, I'm like a few games behind right now that I wanted to uh, to get. I wanted to get Star Wars, uh, the new Star Wars that came out, and I do want to pick up Death Stranding. Um, so I, I'm behind right now, um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't really care for pre-ordering, pre-ordering, I guess. T-Bird? Yeah, I still pre-order stuff. It's just, it's mainly for the sake of having it ready instead of waiting waiting to that day and then having to wait for it to install. That's true. Usually with, usually with PC stuff and some console games now, you buy it and it'll preload it like two days before or sometimes the week before. You kids and your instant <clears throat> gratification... You millennial, Gen Z. Well, I guess 
Gen X. Okay, Boomer. What's it called? I guess, I, <laughs> I guess in that case, T Bird, if like, um, if it's already uh, like installed and updated or whatever, and you like the day it drops, you just literally just click it and play. Is that how it goes? Yep. See, in that case, that's it's really nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And in Call of Duty, you have to wait like three days once you get it just to install. Yeah, that's a day one patch. <clears throat> True that. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, so like, I'll pre-order games uh, just because somewhere inside me, I still feel like um, that's me showing the game that I love it and hoping that it'll love me back. Um, could you? Could you ever love me? <laughs> do you love me? <laughs> could you ever love me? Uh, and I don't know. It's the it's weird because honestly, the the way gaming is done nowadays is such a freaking hassle. That pre-ordering and buying physical, two things I still kind of do, it just, it's, gosh, it's just so backwards. Like, it's like, it's almost like they've intentionally set things up to move things over digital. And boomers like me are still trying to hold on to the physical. You know? Because, like, honestly, if I was smart, with the, the amount of games that I buy, I would never buy physical. I would always buy digital. Because the sales are always better. Um, and sales always repeat themselves. Whereas with physical goods, typically, if you didn't get it on sale, you know, you run the risk of not being able to find it later on down the road. Using GameStop as an example, <clears throat> it might be on sale now, and then in a year or two, right? Like they might not have carry that game anymore unless someone trades it in. And then, you know, I'll use a game like The Amazing Spider-Man Two. The used copy of it's forty dollars because there's just not that many of them. And the game's not available to buy digitally. Um, and so, I don't know. It's, uh, I still like buying physical. I still do. I bought a couple games <clears throat> this week. Physical. Uh, so, I'm still going to do that. Uh, pre-ordering. Is, I'll still pre-order every Resident Evil. Um, I pre-ordered a few games this year that I didn't actually pick up because I found better deals on them. Uh, like Control is one. Pre-ordered it at GameStop for $60, but Walmart's been doing this thing since GameStop's been in trouble. Where they've been putting out new releases for $49 you know, the day of. So <clears throat> I got uh, control for 49 bucks at Walmart and went and canceled my pre-order at GameStop. So uh, it just kind of depends. A lot of the Switch games are $10 cheaper at Walmart as well. So... Uh, I pre-ordered Death Stranding and then canceled my pre-order when I went in there to pick up a bunch of used games one day um, because I was like, well, you know, I'll just wait. I'm so far behind on the new games and I'm in here buying older games now. I know it's going to happen. I'm going to pay $60 for this game. By the time I play it, like Frosty said, it's going to be $30 or less. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, like it blew my mind when I was seeing Resident Evil 2 Remake and Devil May Cry 5 on sale digitally. For like 35, 40 yeah. bucks. I was like, whoa. Just picked, that game just came out. I just picked it up for 20, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, I got Devil May Cry 5 just, uh, from Best Buy on Black Friday for fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. Nice. So, like, and that's the thing. It's like, it's to the point now where there's so many games, it's kind of stupid to buy the game full price day one unless you're going to play it right then and there. Uh, so, to answer the rest of the question, I always pre-order kind of like case by case and depends on when. So like when next week when they inevitably announce Resident Evil 
3 remake. Like, I'll go to GameStop and I'll pre-order the Specialist of Special Editions. I'll get the statue version. $200, <laughs> 300 bucks, whatever it ends up being. <clears throat> I don't care. You know, Resident Evil is my favorite franchise and whatever they put out, I'm going to buy it. Would you rather them do Resident Evil 3 or Code Um, Rocka? I mean, well, Resident Evil 3, because Resident Evil 3 is the only one you can't play on modern consoles. Code Veronica is playable on PlayStation 4 right now. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Code Veronica is on PlayStation 4 right now for 20 bucks with okay. the full trophy list. You know? Trophy! Exactly. Okay. So, um, And it was on PS3 as well with a different trophy list. And on Xbox yeah. 360. So, okay. Yeah, makes I would sense. definitely want the re. I meant, I meant like in 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 general, like you know, not just to like have which the game one again. Would be my but... favorite of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, like favorite. I think out of Code the two. Veronica was my favorite out of the two. Um, and I'll be honest, <laughs> part of me is not looking forward to Resident Evil Three because I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna continue what they did with Tyrant in Resident Evil Two, and they're gonna make the nemesis like that, which he was already that way. But, <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be even more nervous. Yeah, it's just gonna be like I'm gonna have a freaking heart attack playing the game because he's not gonna die. Yeah, I can use up all my effing bullets. And he's gonna have a rocket launcher at some point. And that weird tentacle. <laughs> thing. So. Yeah, I was I was kind of when they did that with the remake. I was like, okay, they're kind of adding the nemesis element to the game. That's interesting, different. Uh. But then they announced the remake for the third one. I was like, well, that's kind of going to be the same game. Well, uh, if you played uh, Resident Evil 2, um, the original, and you played the scenario B with Claire, you got um, Mr. X chase you around in that one. He busted through the walls. I mean, it was already in the game. It just wasn't as much. Nemesis really introduced that idea of a perpetual threat that you never actually beat so that you're constantly moving forward. You're right, RE2 remake was like, okay, we're gonna now we're gonna take that to the next level and make you really hate yourself. So, and that's what we're gonna do with three. It's it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna like it. I'll play it, and um, you know, I'll complain really hard about how much my chest hurts when I play it, and then uh, I'll keep spending money on their stuff. But uh, getting back to it, so Control sure. and Death Stranding, I ended up not picking up those pre-orders this year. Um, but Man of Medan, I did. And I didn't get anything special for it. I was just like, oh, I like Supermassive Games. I really liked um, uh, Until Dawn. And so anytime a Supermassive puts out a game, I'm going to go pre-order it, you know? And then that way I'll be one of the numbers that Sony sees that says, huh, we should keep putting these games out. Or, you know, I, I guess, I don't I don't mm-hmm. know if Sony's publishing these these games, but. I still do it, and it's yeah, you know, it's not the easiest or best way to do things anymore. But I'm I'm gonna keep doing it until I die. Okay, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> cool, cool. Nah, I, I'm still the same way. There's if there's a game I really really like, I'll try to find the physical version or pre-order the physical version and then pick a digital version up. But yep, same here. And usually if I get like a physical, nowadays, because everything has to install and be on your hard drive anyways, um, like I'll buy the full version, the, I mean the physical version first. And then I, when I see it go on sale digitally, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll do that. That way, if I ever just on a whim want to play it, I don't have to go dig it off my really cool looking shelf full of games. I can just download it there. 
America. America. Yep. You know, first world problems. <laughs> Basically. Twat. Twat, 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 twat. Y'all want some twat? God, Give so. me that twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tanner. You can make a lot of money. You've missed your calling. I know. Hector's going to make a, song, a full song for us this time. Sick. <laughs> oh, nice. He wants to record Tanner saying twat over and over and over again. So it won't just be me stealing sound bites off of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are some of our favorite games this generation so far? I got a feeling we're going to talk about this during the Game Awards. Maybe. But uh, there we go. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I actually pitched this to a different podcast uh, not what? too long ago. I, yes, uh, I actually just you was know, like, hey, this would be a really cool thing to hear you guys talk about. Uh, and they didn't do it, so I said, you know what? If you guys, I'm just kidding. That's not what I said. But <laughs> it's just one of those things where you know we're getting close to the end of the generation, and it's a conversation that you know I like personally, just because there are so many games that you, even though I buy a ton of games, I can't play them all. You know, I can't buy them all. So. You know, there's stuff that throughout the lifetime of a console that, you know, I've never played. And that goes for every single console out there. And uh, But this one in particular, I've played a lot of 2015 games this year in 2019 that were stellar. Like, just really, really good. They ended up on my backlog and I didn't ever get to them. Uh, so now, I'm, I'm playing back through that stuff. I'm just really, really digging it. So... Uh, <clears throat> most currently, I've been playing Dying Light. I know I've been talking about that a bunch, so I try not to bore you guys too much more. Uh, but I feel like that is by far one of this generation's best games. Uh, super diverse gameplay, super fun. You know, multiplayer, single player, it doesn't matter. It's a blast. Um, I also would have to say that Batman Arkham Knight is one of the best games to come out of this generation. That's a good one. I know that not everybody really enjoyed the... Um, the the tank, you know, like being the Batmobile and turn it into a tank and, and everything. Oh, I really, really liked it. At first, I didn't care for it, you know, and we streamed that game when it first came out. We uh, played it on a podcast. I played it very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, you know, it was cool, but it just didn't, like, it didn't do anything that made me go, huh, here's a game that I'm going to go back to several times, you know, throughout my life or whatever. Um. It was just okay, you know, and several times I downloaded it and, you know, put it on my console and I was like, okay, I'll get to this eventually. And then uh, I picked up the Arkham games on sale, played through the first two Arkham games, and then I said, I'm going to round this thing out with um, Arkham Knight because I never finished it. So I started it over. Gosh, it was a blast. Just really fun missions. Um, I've been, in the past probably two years now, I've been really big back into reading comic books. And mainly reading Batman. That's just my favorite thing to read. Um, and so, like, going back through the comics, old and new, and just seeing, like, you know, where the story's been, where the story's at, and then playing through the Arkham games and seeing where they were inspired and seeing these guys actually put some of the big stuff from the comics and some of the smaller things in there. It was just, it was really good. Gameplay was great. The missions were fun. Um, I loved the way the Batmobile sounded. Really enjoyed playing that game with headphones. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, <clears throat> it didn't necessarily come out this generation, but uh, The Last of Us Remastered, I think, is you know definitively a better version 
than the uh, mm. um, sure, the last, yeah. uh, <laughs> the last, last of us. Um, so yeah, having that one on on current gen has been great. Um, I really, really enjoyed Horizon Zero Dawn. Ah, um, uh, yes. That was a game that I enjoyed the gameplay. I, 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 I enjoyed the gameplay more than I actually enjoyed the story of the game. Playing that 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 game, yeah. I just got lost in it, man. I just had it so was so much fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. And my kids sat back and watched me, and you know, they were like, "Wow, Daddy, go fight this dinosaur robot. Go do this thing," you know. And just really had a good, good time. That was 69 hours of just pure joy. <laughs> 69. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I really enjoyed one. it. And, just, and it just played so well, and it made it really hard to follow up with a game Yeah, that didn't play as good as that. So that was, right. uh, that, was a, that was a really fun one. Um, so I would say those are probably some of the better games uh, this generation. You know, And I know I've talked about several of those more than once um god of war was really really good oh uh, uh, yeah that's what i was gonna say uh, i really really liked that game uh <laughs> uncharted 4 was fun in the moment uh and it was a good story i don't necessarily know that it's uh it's not one i really wanted to go back to i don't know that could be because i did all the uncharted back to back to back um but uh, that'll do it <laughs> we mentioned it earlier uh, Until Dawn I think Until Dawn mm-hmm. was just a gem of a game that just really um, it's just all of my favorite things about campy horror you know in a game uh, it just I don't know I really enjoyed it um, Detroit Become Human that's another just really really fun game that I I enjoyed the story I enjoyed the world um that, uh, I don't know, Frosty, if you played the beginning of it when you're going through the plaza to pick up paint supplies for um, that android for the alien, <laughs> your master. Yeah. <laughs> when you're walking through the plaza, uh-huh. there's a man standing out there with a guitar. He's playing a song. And he's got a little sign that says, Music with a Soul. And it's just shows the, it shows the separation between humans and androids in that world you know uh mm-hmm. but if you sit there yeah. and watch him play the song he plays an entire song and it is absolutely beautiful that song is so amazing um really really fantastic so yeah that's that's the attention to detail i love to see in games that you know that really help resonate the game with its its fans you know so I, I love to see that too um and like you talk about like horizon for me i was the same way you know the gameplay was amazing uh the story was okay you know i thought the story was interesting but i feel like that game really shined in the gameplay and i've always said this that a game should have should put gameplay above story always yeah yeah <clears throat> now a game could be a game can resonate with you through its story even if the gameplay is okay you know, we've we've had that before. You know, I mean, Telltale made a career out of that. Like they're very very good storytellers. You know, the gameplay was always kind of butt, but it it was what it was. You know, it was a just a walking sim with some you know some interaction. Great story. You know, you're always they're always telling a story, and it kept you on the on your seat, and you made decisions which affected the game, and then you would eventually get to the end where you know the big plot twist would come, and you'd be like, whoa, that was good. You know. 
And while you're at it, you pop a few trophies. And, uh, but yeah, gameplay definitely should always shine above story. And uh, a lot of the games I played on PS4, I think the, uh, you know, it was just that. It was, you know, fighting games for me. I played a lot of fighters this year, like Tekken 7. Like, I'd never been a big, big, uh, a big Tekken fan. And then I got Tekken 7. I played the full out of it, you know, and so that was. That was a pretty cool experience for me. Um, this generation, I finally got to see uh, Dragon Ball get its own fighting game, and it's very not only is it very good, but it's seeing a lot of playtime in like major tournaments. So it's not just like a B-rated button masher, you know? Like it's actually good, and fans love it. Uh, Rezo Gun actually was like one of the first games I played. Uh, that old Housemark game. Oh, yeah that uh really resonated with me because it was like you know when the playstation 4 came out there's all these awesome games coming but they weren't out yet and one of the ways i had talked my wife into getting one i was like there's so many good games coming you know we're gonna be able to get diablo 4 on it play together and diablo, diablo 3 and not be able to actually own it in, in your house <laughs> and, and and have it and play it uh you know, so I was kind of like upselling the, the PlayStation Tour. And then when we got to PlayStation, a lot of these games had gotten delayed and all. And she's like, where are all the games at? And I'm like, they're here. We're just been <clears throat> slow. And so it gave me a chance to kind of, you know, try out some of the indie games and, and stuff like that. Uh, I remember I had Battlefield, I believe it was 4 at the time. Yes. Was, it, was that? Okay, yeah, Battlefield 4, which was fun. Uh, but then I got Resogun, and it was like, it felt like... To me, how it used to felt when I was a kid playing games, or like, because I've always been a big space shooter fan, and to sit down and play a game that was like it was challenging, it was fun. Like the lights, the lighting in the game was amazing, the music, and the you know just the the whole feel. It was a simple game, but in its simplicity, it was also complex, you know, in its approach. And I just I don't know, I appreciate the heck out of that, and I loved playing that game. And then from there, I was hooked, and you know, just. This generation has been awesome, you know, and I kind of hate we're we're coming to the, the end where we got to start a whole new generation of games. You know, I don't want to because it's more more money we want to <laughs> we got to spend, and we got to wait for more games. You know, and I gotta be honest, there was a lot of games I thought we're gonna we we would have to wait till the PS5, like uh, Death Stranding. I thought for sure it was gonna be a PS5 game, and it ended up coming out. So I don't know. Final Fantasy VII is probably going to be a PS5. <laughs> they game. said next March. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> for part I for don't part believe one. it. For part one, yeah. So part two is going to come out PS5. <laughs> or maybe never. So. Or maybe never. So. But, uh. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's so, it. uh, for me, uh, basically, like, you guys already talked about it a little bit, but God of War was a really. Is like so. I yeah. played Horizon Zero Dawn first. Obviously, that came out before God of War, um, which I'm not gonna talk about it too much. But that game is freaking beautiful. It was kind of like the first game to get me into real games. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, I used to only play first-person shooters, and I still primarily just play those. But that game. Uh, I don't have it no more, but I'm going to rebuy it just so I can play it again. Um, he, tr- he traded it to buy the new Call of Duty. I, I th- <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I ended up trading it for God of War. Um, but that that game is freaking amazing, dude. 
uh, I could literally run around in that world in Horizon Zero Dawn and just kill mechs and make armor and do all kinds of cool stuff. Um, did a good job. Like the the scenery, it was so beautiful. Like that game was so beautiful. Um, same with God of War. God of War, uh, really solid game. All the fight scenes, like the fighting, the combat in that game was really cool. Um, upgrading everything. It's been a while since I played it, but I'd really like to go back and play that one over too. Um, the end of that game was really cool. I can't wait for the next one to come out. Um, left you with a really, really cool like cliffhanger. Um, and those are the only two that really stand out to me that I've actually played. Because you guys know me, it's nothing for me to just jump into a to a first person shooter for like a year straight. So until the next exactly. one comes out, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, I was uh, I'd like to add to that too. Bloodborne. I I, I was going to say for all. Yeah, I yeah I didn't want to like rehash some of the games that Daryl had mentioned because I played a lot of those too. You know, like Until Dawn, God of War. Those were all great. I thought they were fantastic. Bloodborne really sticks out to me because it was one of those games where. You know, I bought it. I was like, yeah, I'm tired of not having like, like just awesome AAA titles. You know, so I went out, splurged a little bit. I got Witcher Three, GTA Five, and Bloodborne. <laughs> and I played, uh, I played GTA Five and a Witcher Three, and like back to back. Like that's a lot of hours to put into video yeah. games. And, uh, but it was great. You know, Witcher 3 was amazing. GTA 5 was amazing. But I played Bloodborne, and it was one of those games where I was like, okay, I know what this game's about. I know it's supposed to be hard. It's for the like, diehard fans of, like, Dark Souls and stuff. It's probably going to whip my tail, but I'm going to give it a shot because, you know, I've played games my whole life. I'm, I'm going for challenge. You know, I beat Mega Man 2. Get off me. And, uh, this game is kicking my butt. I got to the second boss. I was like, I'm, I'm done with this game. I'm taking it back. And my wife's sitting there laughing at me, you know, because I was pretty furious at this point. <laughs> I was getting the, my teeth kicked oh, yeah. in. And then, I, and then I got to a point where, like, I had beat, I finally beat the second boss and then the third boss and, like, progressing through the game. And, like, it started to click. It's hard to explain, you know. But I was like, man, this game is it's the real deal, you know. So that's the one game that really stood out and... uh just just helps solidify my love for the PS4 and and just what what gaming's all about, you know. Uh, great exploration, awesome combat, awesome bosses, you know. Uh, very atmospheric, little dark gothic atmosphere that you would you know adventure in. It's it's a fantastic game. So and if anyone's listening, and they still haven't took that Bloodborne plug. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you enjoy your life, do not do it. PlayStation actually gave us this game for free. So what does that what does that say about real? Oh no, that's not a good way of looking at things. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a. I was about to say (laughs) with big old red greatest hits label on it. It was a hit. Yeah, it was a it was a real hoot. So that's me. Nice, T-Bird. Well, y'all pretty much said everything. (laughs) Oh, there's still more. Yeah, my name is Mayo. Hundred percent, Frosty. Why did you leave that one off? I had the plot. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, aside from Bloodborne and God of War and Horizon, 
uh, near Automata really stood out to me this year. It was just that I got to it a little late, later than whenever it came out, but I actually started playing it to, like, that is probably one of the best, like, just raw action games that came out in a really long time. I forgot about that game. I still haven't tried it. It's really good. Which one? Near Automata. Near Automata. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's cool. like to get the get the actual ending of the game. You're supposed to play it three different times, but you're playing you're nice. playing the same story over, but from three different characters' perspectives. Nice. So. I'm waiting for it to price drop. Uh, it's been on my list. I want to pick it up. It should, should be twenty dollars now. <sighs> okay, I have to check it out then. Uh, Nino Kuni just got remastered finally. Really excited about that. I almost I almost pulled the trigger and bought it digitally, and then my brother-in-law bought it. And he's already played it, so he's going to let me borrow it. So I'm going to be jumping into that soon, because I never played the first one. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to play the second one first. Plus, I heard the first one's better, because <clears throat> they actually had the, the team from Studio Ghibli work on it, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. So, and then I just hear the overall like, story and all. It's just really good. Um, so I'm excited about that one. But yeah, it's $60 for a remaster for a PS3 game. That you can still find. It's on PS now. <laughs> so, yeah. Sixty dollars yeah. a year. Yeah, you got eight hundred games, and that's one of them. <laughs> well, I might look real. at. Well, Daryl, I'm kind of disappointed in you because you never brought up Hellblade. Oh, I got more. I was trying to give you all some space. I got at least three more. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to name all the games. Oh, Hellblade. Yep, that's a great one. Hellblade, just because. God, man, that game. It. Y'all, you and Frosty, it, Josh and Frosty, need to play it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's such a good game. It's on Game Pass. I was. It messes. It still is. Is it on a play, uh, PlayStation now? Uh, it's on Game Pass. So that's not on PS now. Uh, Microsoft bought that studio. That's not so. on PS. That's not on PS. Oh, it's not. It's the Xbox only. <laughs> no, it was a PlayStation no. exclusive for a year. It, it's talking uh, about Game Pass. It's yeah, saying yeah. it's on Game Pass. So if you have it already, you can just do that. Yeah, right, you already got Game right. Pass. Right, but. Dude, just the atmosphere of that game and, like, like the, the whole, like, telling the story through, like, somebody's, like, mental disorder is just crazy. It was really, really good. Boy, I, yeah, I played Trevor on GTA Five. It's the same thing. That was the, Almost the prequel. Identical. <laughs> mental disorder, yeah. <laughs> but um, that and Gravity Rush. Oh, yeah. I'd, Gravity Rush was awesome. I never played a I game like that. that one. I never, I've never finished the second one. I think it's because I played the... It's so unique. I think I played the first one. I, I got both Platinums for the first one. And I think that's why I never finished the second one because I was already burnt out on that kind of formula. <laughs> you were gravity rushed out. Yeah. yeah. That's on, uh, say the least, that that's was on definitely. PS Now as well. Nice. Did you ever finish it, Daryl? God, no. That game, I liked it a lot, but it made me so motion sick. Just the gyro, because I, I played it on um, Vita, so that gyroscopic camera and all that stuff, it just. Oh, dude, that. Too much for me. All that gyrating camera. All them upskirts while you're flying around the screen, I couldn't, that, couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle that jive turkey camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that, don't that, say no JT right That, that was a, one, the only complaint I really had of the Vita version. Vita? It's just. Yeah, but because like it moves with the Vita, yeah, it's it's so aggravating. Yeah, that'd be aggravating. I think it doesn't it kind of do that with the motion control. Kind of, but like the, 
kind of. But it not was, as bad. It was built for the Vita. Not as bad. So it, like, it, it was just a game that was too good to just stay stranded on a dead console. Um, so they ported it over. You heard it here first. Daryl actually admitted it. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> Took a while. Yeah, I mean, look, like, I love the Vita, and I own four or five of them still, but, like, you know, like, and no console can last forever, and that, that one's still getting games, and it's balanced since 2012, so do with that what you will. Yeah. Still trucking. So, um, I want to add a few more, then, uh, since no one added Spider-Man to the list. Uh, I think I think Spider-Man oh, yeah. was good. a really, really good uh, open-world game with a good story. Um, mm-hmm. It was probably the best Spider-Man game we've ever had. We've had a lot of those. Like, lots and lots of Spider-Man games. Uh, I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that game. Um, I was going to add Hellblade, but you know, you did, y'all didn't mention that one. That's a fantastic freaking game. Um, I should have got Game of the Year that year. You know, it was that was uh, that was my game of the year just because I you know, enjoyed it so much. Um, but I also want to add Infamous Second Son, uh, and I know I, I kind of shilled for this game a little bit in the podcast group earlier this week, um, and <laughs> I really enjoyed that game. Like I've played all of the Infamous games, and I platinumed a few of them. Okay. I played Second Son. I hated oh, it. Man, I really like that game. So, oh, I just thought it was, I thought it underdelivered a bit, but maybe I just it wasn't in the mood to play it at that time. Maybe yeah, I, need I, think, to I think if you still got it, man, it's a it's a good one to go back and play. Yeah, I yeah, I got that, it. Um, you know, it was an open world game. It was an early gen game. Uh, it was very very pretty. Um, it had a decent story, and I didn't really care for Cole from the uh, the other Infamous games. Um, personally, I just wasn't a big fan of him, and uh, I liked Delson, but I really liked Fetch, you know. And this game, I thought she was great, and I thought that uh, the little standalone DLC they put out with her uh, was exceptional. I mean, I I enjoyed it. That's what I'm playing, right? Uh, second yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that game a lot. I just really liked the powers and the traversal. Yeah, uh, it's really know, cool. You know, later on, when you get that neon power. Like that is it was so much fun. You just run hands down the best power. God, and just running up walls and you know just it just so so cool. Um, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I liked Saints Row so much. <laughs> you know, the, the Saints Row Four and then Got Out of Hell. Uh, the yeah, powers, that was my first platinum. Got out of hell. The, the powers are just they're fun, you know, and like and like talking about fun gameplay, just get going around and doing whatever you want, you know, it's just. I remember several nights me and Daryl jumping on Got Out of Hell because I had to get the Platinum, and he was, like, helping me. <laughs> it was fun, man. I had a good time. I, I, this is completely, completely irrelevant. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is completely irrelevant, but I have to share. Uh, breaking news, hardtimes.net just posted an article. Professor X sends thoughts and prayers, killing thousands. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Continue. <laughs> okay. Josh doesn't get, get it. it. Professor X. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Well, what are you even doing here, Josh? <laughs> now that you ruined it for everybody. 
<laughs> we're kidding oh x-man oh god <laughs> the little one the little one can't take a hit i got you um there's so there's a guy that works at our walmart up here in red bank that looks just like him <laughs> literally just like this dude <laughs> he walked oh, to him and be like, did you just google professor x <laughs> did you just google professor x? <laughs> i did he did not oh and then that note, we're landing this plane. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, hang on. Before we land the plane, we've got nope. we've got <laughs> we got some community question DLC. There was one at the very bottom that we uh, neglected to mention, and uh, it is Zach Ledford. I actually remembered his last name. Uh, he writes in today and he says, "What is your favorite episode of the Loot Bros podcast, and why?" Do we already talk about that? Kind of. No, we didn't. Crazy? Crazy man? Uh Well, actually, we kind of did, but unintentionally. The episode with Ken. That's definitely, definitively my favorite. Well, since I wasn't there, I I like the episode that we, the Batman episode. That was fun, too. Are you talking about the Halloween episode? Uh no. Were you spitting monster out your nose? That one was a good one. That one was a really good one. But no, it was the one where we all picked our like favorite Batman's. You remember that? That was fun. No, I remember that one. I wasn't even on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was that was a good one. That was a good one. I remember the Halloween. I like the one. The Halloween one. I like the one. Where <laughs> y'all got there. Y'all got to get it together. Sorry. We are out of sync. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. You're on the play. <laughs> I thought you wanted to go. As we say in Magic. Magic. You have priority, Tanner. He good. All right. Well, Tanner was going to say the Halloween I'm gonna start episode. Using, I'm going to start. And yeah. When I spit Monster out of my nostrils. And then Jared <laughs> screenshotted yes. it and posted memes, which was hilarious. Because yes. Daryl Jared has a. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to mute my mic. Let Tanner have the floor. Back. He doesn't really talk much, so let's give him, give him you're the You're good. good. You're good. Tanner, go. Oh, you're you're Tanner. scaring me now. I, I want to hear what Tanner's got to me. say. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I just really speak. remember that Halloween episode because I was wearing the stupid Skyrim mask. You were. Josh, Josh <laughs> is a beanie, so it got really hot. Daryl had... What was that? Oh, God. A beast. Uh, beast. 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 Yeah, Bob X. Second and Charles. He had that it was just up on his head and Josh shooting monster out of his nose. We said something so stupid. <laughs> Jared, when you <laughs> hear I'm this, gl- post it in the group. Pretty sure I have it on my phone somewhere. Beast? Yeah. Who's who? Daryl had Beast from X-Men. You know, from Professor Xavier's X-Men? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know who Professor Xavier is, right? <laughs> Professor X? <laughs> yeah, that's the, the guy. Yeah. Who was evil. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, All right. You ready to get us out of here, Frosty? Wait, one more. Please. One more. Franklin McFall says, Can you talk about Shakira again? <laughs> 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 no, I had to save that one for another episode. Yes. Yeah, 
Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Luke Bros Podcast episode. Are we starting over no, our numbers again? No numbers. We're on episode no, three. no numbers. We can't count. That's old. That's no numbers. Old we we forgot how to count. Oh, no. I mean, they technically were like 189 now. Well, yeah, but new show. Who this? <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Luke Bros Podcast. We appreciate you listening. Don't forget to uh, like, share, subscribe. What Spotify? SoundCloud. Every, what everything. are we on? Worldwide. Prestige worldwide. Everything. We're gonna be prestige worldwide. worldwide. We're gonna be on YouTube. Yes. We are we are on YouTube. We are on YouTube now. Yeah. Again. We were. Uh, no, we're are we still on SoundCloud? Yes, we're on SoundCloud. Okay. We're on everything. Just look us up. Don't be lazy. <laughs> Don't the, suck. We're on black people meet <laughs> the too. The only thing we're not Christian <laughs> Mingle. Black, don't think the only thing we're not on is um, iHeart and Farmers Only. Okay. No one cares about iHeart except some Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, check us out. Like, share, subscribe. Join our Facebook group. It is a closed group. Ask nicely. We'll let you in. Uh, join the discussion. There, you can post community questions. You can post funny memes. You can talk trash about how I never play Me games. Too. I'm a Magica. nerd because I play Magic. Magica. Magica. And then make fun of Daryl for, for spending at least $1,200 a year <laughs> on bad games. <laughs> Minimum. And uh, plug, our, plug, plug socials here. Is yes. that what that says? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, you, you can find me on in the Facebook group. I have to update my Twitter and stuff, but I think it's DB underscore Frosty. That's, that's Dick Could and Balls. Could be wrong. D- Dim Balls. Dick and Balls. <laughs> That's Dunkelus and Bunkelus. <laughs> Dunkelus and Backdoor. Oh. Dunkelus and And Buttsack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dunkelus and Buttsack. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, Facebook group. Um, uh, Resident Daryl on the PSN. Uh, add me. I know we've got a lot of loot, uh, loot, a lot of new listeners, a lot of new people in the Facebook group. So if you want to play some games, hit me up um, on PSN, Resident Daryl. Uh, be sure to check us out on the SoundClouds and the Spotify's and all that stuff. Uh, we are monitoring all the numbers and all that goodness, and it's been great. Yes. Uh, also, we are doing some fun music stuff. So uh, check out, Josh, your Spotify and SoundCloud, correct? Or is it just your I Spotify? Am. So, I usually just send people to Spotify or iTunes. So I'm Joshua Kreps on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. And then I've got multiple musical projects on Spotify. None of them are on iTunes or. I'm on SoundCloud, not Spotify. Jeez, I can't even keep it all together. There's so many. So yes. I can't. I can't. We need to start writing this in the notes. We're on Crayola <laughs> Cart. Crayola Scoot. <laughs> At Crayola Scoot. Boot scoot booty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> scoot boot. boot. Uh, w- <laughs> While I'm at it, I guess I should mention right after this, I have to record another Yay. podcast. Oh my god. Is it podcasting? What is what is that podcast? I uh, it's me and my buddy Corey. Uh, we started a podcast called the Midnight Monster Corner Podcast. We're talking Magica. about movies, horror movies. Magic. I wish. Talking about uh, movies and horror movies and and news of the weird and yeah we just kicked this thing off the ground i'll be posting the links and stuff in the group soon and hawking on on the Lubro success but uh <laughs> we'll ban you <laughs> no we won't but yes uh, also we we have a yeah we won't we have that's a 
that was my old podcast. We have a Discord which we need to resurrect. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we still have that whole yes. thing. Yes. Well, we we're gonna be doing community game yeah, night yes. soon, so we're gonna have to bring that thing back to life and start getting people involved. So. Tanner, go. <laughs> um, just add me on Steam. It's T underscore Bird eight hundred three, and then my Twitter is T Bird eight hundred three. Don't really use Twitter. Hotsteamyguys.net. Yes. Is that where he can yes, find you? His uh, Twitter handle is twatthought1969. <laughs> Butt sacks and boogie. <laughs> I might change it to that. <laughs> That's good. Hashtag. Hashtag suck feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's the best sign off ever. Oh, clap cheek. All these cheeks clap. <laughs> I am. All these cheeks clap. Your hands. All these cheeks uh, clap. I am the walking idea on Twitch and PSN. Um, I'm Josh has issues on Xbox. Uh, you can find me on. Facebook in the Facebook group Joshua Craps. Uh, look me up on iTunes and Spotify for my music, uh, Joshua Craps as well. Um, and I am on Twitter now as Jushing Around. <laughs> Bougie Boy sixty nine. So J O O S I S H I N G A R R O U N D. Jushing Why? around. Why? Jushing? I couldn't <laughs> do Josh. That's like your thirtieth Twitter. I know, but the other ones I don't know how to log into them. Oh my Stop God. making. He's got more Twitter, SoundClouds, freaking <laughs> Xbox Live names than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> you can find this guy in the group. Find <laughs> me in the group and message me, okay? Just, just keep it simple. Uh, thank y'all so much for listening. We'll see y'all later, next week. Later, 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 later. Twatties. Twatties, twatties. for the hotties. Twatties to come to Saudi.